Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Yeah, I was online there with Matrice and Cardinal. Good morning, folks. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So on my line in the back there, so got to know you guys are up and about. My calendar reads 1 8 Simply means we're one week in. Started here last week in the first. We're one week in, and for that, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, Liam. Good morning, Dennis. How are you guys doing today? Uh, pleasant good morning to you, Ivor. And how are you? Um, holding up my head, I'm a little bit under the weather. I got me a touch of the, the, the flu, but um, I've recuperated somewhat enough that I think I can make it through the next three hours to bring something of interest to the folks. What of you? And... Uh, Yes, I'm okay. I'm okay. Very much okay. We have some fine weather. Been down to 41 degrees, but something that we can tolerate. I saw my wife. She's all right. It's the same. No improvement. Haven't gotten worse, so I'm grateful for that. Okay, there it is. Above ground, she's not six feet under. So let us see the guy who's in his PJs at this time. Southern California, we have. Dennis, going to put some heat in the place. Morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. And, of course, morning I'm uh, doing doing very well. I'm pulling my jammies around a little closer. And that old house coat, it's still a little, you know, 48 degrees out here in sunny California. But, of course, I expect it'll be a little warmer in a couple of hours when the sun rises. So, welcome back to another episode of our entertainment cricket show. Yes, indeed, and of course we're going to have plenty in store for you. 
So as usual, we're going to ask you to tell your neighbors and tell your friends that we are here. And as usual, we're going to be here for the next three hours or so to entertain you, doing something that meets the broadcast standard. And of course, you too can be a part of the show, 515-605-9850. You push the one, and of course, you become audible. And uh, having said all that, we're going to start the show with a prayer. So we're going to ask Liam to get his robe on and uh, take us in prayer. Yes, thank you so much for that, Ivor. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We ask your blessing on the show this morning. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity. We pray you let the show go on without any interruption whatsoever. We pray especially for our fallen brothers and sisters, namely my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa, um, Bob Dinisbeth, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, Elkomita Willett, Austin Otto, Wentworth Francis, Calvert Francis, Dennis Hillman, Joseph Guntrup, and Willison Moonan, Daniel over there in Miami, Fillmore Hall Pike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Brown's, or Virgil Francis's son, and we just hope and pray those who have not expressed their concerns, they too might be touched by our asking God to just heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their head, Lord. We thank you for what you have done for us. We pray for the ones who will make it possible or making it possible for us to carry this show live by giving us the help financially. And we pray that each and every person who appear on this show this morning may be blessed and contribute to the show, worthwhile to the world. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to thank you for that, Leon. Um, like I say, we're going to always give thanks. And when I ask about your neighbor, I just don't want people to just look out and say, the person who is right across the street from them. This world is a very small place, so when you get on out and you can meet and greet someone and just ask them how they're doing, and that's speaking to your neighbor. And personally, this world would be a much, much, much better place if we each, if we all look out for each other. Indeed. Well, folks, as usual, you know, we are going to be entertaining you with something to inspire you for the first hour. And that comes with song, sometimes talk, speech, but halfway through that, you're going to have Liam bring the book of the Bible. So stand by for that. It's going to be very interesting this morning. And as usual, if Phil Hawkeye comes in, he will just bring it all down for us on about, say, 9.30, thereabouts. And of course, 10 o'clock, we will have Liam exchange his robe and he'll put on his sporting attire and he'll tell us what's happening on the international and regional scene. First up, he's going to tell us how the West Indies is going to trounce Ireland today. So it's going to be very interesting. And then it's going to have something on the home front, especially where the USA cricket is concerned. Hopefully we'll hear from David. He'll tell us what's happening in and around our neck of the woods. So stand by for sports. Of course, the panel will come through in flying colors to tell us about birthdays, anniversaries, and events. That would have taken place round about this date. So we're going to be standing by for that. It's always something of interest. And that comes to us from the Mr. Audley Watson. And um, of course, we expect to hear from Don and Debbie. They will be bringing us up to speed with their humanitarian efforts over there in Little LA, 
Antigua and Barbuda. And um, we'll accommodate that when they come through. So stand by for that as well. And I will repeat the numbers, 515-605-9850. And then it's going to tell us another way where you can access us here on the World Wide Web. Dennis, tell the folks where they can reach us. Okay, he has muted himself. So, Leon, my apologies. My apologies. I'm, I'm, I'm here. You can uh, backslash the cricket show. Or you can call us at 1515-605-9850. We welcome your input, and we look forward to hearing what you have to say to us on this topics that we might bring up today. Okay, well, we changed the backslash to the forward slash, folks. Um, and, of course, he's still going to ask you to tell your neighbor, tell your friend. Of course, we always want to think that we have a new listener so we want to welcome you and uh, of course we know Lynette over there we think it's not doing too too well hopefully we'll hear from her as the show um, <coughs> um, proceeds we know much is to ask me to speak on her behalf she's a bit under the weather but alive and kicking she's above ground so that's the most important thing and um, I'm afraid that Cardinal would have informed me to say he may very well miss the last hour being audible because he says he does not want to interfere with the broadcast standards and he'll be taking a long ride um, in the beautiful island of St. Croix to go look some fish. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to hear much of him before he takes off to look his fish. So anything to report? Leon, other than what we would have, you would have said on your home front? Well, yes. Apart, apart from... Okay, let me get my headphones on. Yeah, okay, I'm here. Yes, um, a little bit of um, sad news. Uh, the world has lost a great man, King Franca, Frankie Francis, out of Antigua. He has passed on, and at least he has passed on, but he was late to rest yesterday. Please. His funeral services were held yesterday. Word out that his body is going to be sent back to Africa. And of course, I'm sure you must have heard about the, the passing of Sidney Pointer. Pointer. And then yes. also Trinidad. Trinidad. We had Kenny J. And uh, the mighty Bummer. They also left us. So my condolences are being extended to the family and all who are mourning their passing. We pray for their soul and may they rise in glory. So that's it. As far as my wife is concerned, she's okay, doing well, doing okay, as much as we expect at this time. We hope um, we can have a miracle, but little by little, we see some signs of improvement. So thank God for that so far. Okay, I showed that you tell us about the passing of the great one over there in Africa. Talking about uh, the great Desmond Tutu. Desmond Tutu, yes, indeed. Yes. We all know of his great, great work in fighting for humanity, fighting for freedom, 
fighting to remove discrimination from the natives and all peoples of South Africa. The world has lost a very great man, a truly great leader, and one who is filled with compassion and thoughts for the welfare and well-being of his fellow South Africans. Thank you. And we just want to say yes, well wishes to Lynette uh, Iro. Just get well, Lynette. Uh, not only Phil will miss her, but the whole crew here, I'm sure, will miss Lynette's input. I'm uh, sure she would brave the weather and come on in, but she don't want to disappoint Phil. So I would imagine that she's going to brave the weather and grace us with her presence. So I would imagine she's listening up and she has a big board screen in her face at this time. Hope she would have enough energy to bring out that laughter. Remember, the competition is still on between herself and David. Then you're sponsoring that. I think you're organizing laughter for the best laugh. Oh, David, okay. didn't yeah, I think you would have orchestrated that, so you just have to find a good date for that. Lynn, good morning. So, best wishes I wish for you here on the show, and we really, really hope you're going to come through with colors. This show wakes up the dead, you know, so it's not only that Lynn, and Lynn is alone who wakes the dead up, so this show would entertain you at wake the dead up. Well, that's it for housekeeping, I would imagine, so um, I have a little rumbling in the back. Right, so just go ahead and mute a little bit there if you're not audible. And we thank you for that. So let's try to go higher. How about the two of us? Right the box. Send much alongside the door, brothers. Jamaica. Leave it. Tell them walk one and love. Higher and higher. Bless the love.
and swore through the air. Scared scan the natural eye, see them up there. Some seek for fame, which so soon will decay. But I'm going higher someday. I'm going higher, yes, higher someday. I'm going higher, yes, higher to stay. Over the clouds and beyond the blue sky. Testing sites yesterday as well, so I'm waiting to hear what they said. 
Okay. One of the nurses there was saying, maybe you just have the flu. If you didn't leave your house, maybe it's just the flu because right now we nobody seems to know. We call him Florona here because <laughs> it's just. You see, you shouldn't have told them that, you know, because these people are going to stop these things. You should have never said you did not leave your home. If the test Why? I had to tell everything. No, 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 you don't have to. You did. You didn't have to say you did a home test. You, 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 you're here. No, I didn't tell. I didn't tell her that. Right. So you're here to do a test. That's it. You don't have to give me information. Right. But I have to explain to her that I did not leave my house. And nobody came to the house. And right. And knowing that you're vaccinated, they're gonna, they're gonna just hoodwink you and say, no, 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 you just have a common cold. She didn't ask no, me no, that. She didn't wanna, <laughs> you're not listening, Lynette. I said you volunteered information to tell them you ah. did not leave your home. Then knowing that you are vaccinated, they're going to do their Well, she didn't ask me say, that. She, that was not one question. She didn't even ask me if I was vaccinated. They're going to find out. <laughs> Think it anyway. a small place. They know you are vaccinated. Well, so, anyway, I, so where do you get so this thing good. from? If you didn't go out your house, nobody came to your house. Where did you get it from? How did how did Mary get pregnant? <laughs> oh, the answer is in the last. <laughs> so that's this anyway. It's it's amazing. It's amazing and. I'm all right now, though. I'm just about done with it. It's seven days, and I'm feeling better. <laughs> with all the bush Thank I drank, you. and all the garlic, lime, and honey, and the feral, and all the local stuff, I'm, I'm just about done with it now. Okay. <laughs> well, we're happy that you're okay. You're up and about. And, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I think you told me earlier this week that your daughter would have returned yeah, she she came out yesterday. So that's good too. Okay, that's that's good. Yeah, but I'm clearly worse. I'm I'm just done about. I'm I'm not coughing like before, so I think I'm just about done with that now. But I'll okay, tell the people, bush works. All that concoction I cooked up, it works. We we have Biden now, man. <laughs> we finished with the bushes. Well, in think it's bush works. And garlic, lime, and honey, and turmeric, and ginger, all of that. That's what works. You know, a guy came from Jamaica during the, the, the era of President Bush presidency. And when the immigration asked him what he came for, he said he came to chop Bush. You know, he got arrested, thought he came to chop the President Bush. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to be careful about this Bush talk. English is a funny language. And the maths are hard. The maths too hard. <laughs> you can't say you can't say you're going to drink bush then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially a female. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I remember, I remember this, this, uh, you, I'm, I remember you? the great King Swallow said that Antigua Antigua gone to the birds. Okay. And the prime minister was was Mr. Bird at the time, so 
We know when, when somebody go to the birds, they mean they're down and out and they're gone to north. So oh, again, no. English is a funny language. Let's see if you get a response. You asked a question to Dennis and Liam. Well, I, I didn't hear the question, but, you know, to add to that story for that man who came from Jamaica, you know the reason why they asked him the question, Ivor? You know no, why they asked him? Tell us. Yeah, because he had a match at his, 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 um, his luggage. Oh, and I wanted to know his... yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to know why, why he had this match at? He said he's going to cut, cut bush. Cut the chop bush. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's a true story. It was a funny language, you know. And that's a yep. true, true story. I there know the go. man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. There it is. There it is. Lynette, we have to go to. I was asking how Dennis and um and Liam doing because I see I was oh, so very muffled too. No, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit under the weather myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, sounding much better. I I really lo- I lost my voice when it was Monday. I made a grave mistake of going outside without a shirt. You know, and there's only the one time I went outside with my shirt. And you know what the the, the neighbor said when somebody asked about me? They said, "You mean uh-huh. you mean the guy who always outside with no shirt?" <laughs> Just one thing. Funny, funny man, funny. Yes, well, let's see. Dennis said that he's a bit cold and he's hugging his PJs at this time. Apparently, he did not hear it. Remember, he's still three hours behind us, so it's a little. It's early for him, so well. And he had to prepare to tell us what's happening on this sport. And of course, we followed him from time to time, although it's early. Lynette, we haven't heard from Phil as yet, so sooner or later I'm sure he'll come on in and the first person he's going to ask for, as usual, is Lynette. Okay, well, I'll, I'll call back a little later. <coughs> okay, well, thank you and thank you for coming to. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm listening, time, so. but I'll call back a little later. Okay, no problem. Stand by for the book of the Bible that's coming I just up. wanted to let you all guys know that I'm not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm able to fight off Mr. Corona or Miss Corona, whoever he or she is. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's send my folks. We are going to be coming up on um, 9.30 in a few. So let's go. This dying world could use Is a willing man of God Who dares to go against the grain And work without applause A man who'll raise the shield of faith Protecting what is pure Whose love is tough and gentle A man whose word is sure God doesn't need an orator Who knows just what to say He doesn't need authorities 
to reason him away. He doesn't need an army to guarantee a win. He just needs a few good men. Men full of compassion who laugh and love and cry. Men who'll face eternity and aren't afraid to die. Men who'll fight for freedom and honor once again. He just needs a few good men. He calls the broken derelict whose life has been renewed. He calls the one who has the strength to stand up for the truth. Enlistment lines are open and he wants you to come in. Lamentations. 
meaning funeral songs, and he prayed for the people of Jerusalem and asked for their forgiveness. So, very brief book, but it's very important that you just take a look at this book, Book of Lamentations. Back over to you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. It's always a good time to get something from the scriptures that word never change, same yesterday, today, and forever. <coughs> Somehow we have different interpretations from time to time, but God has never made a mistake. Never, ever, ever. But briefly, we have with us my line, Donna Brown. She just wants to say good morning to your folks until we get into the thick of things after the second hour or so. So Donna, good morning to you over there in Cold New York. I saw your videos yesterday with waking up to snow. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everyone on the show right now. Yes, we are here in New York. Cold. Are you, you're cold this morning as well? Yes. And myself, I'm having, I have a little flu. Oh, you sent your flu to me. That's what you did. So you're not getting the full bond of it. Mm-hmm. I'm battling that myself. Mm-hmm. You always yeah. promise to share, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. Get, over it, get over it. What are you taking? Linda came on this morning and she said um, the bush thing works. So you have any bush? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm drinking some bush. I've been drinking moringa and lemongrass and salsa bush. Okay, just make sure you pick the bush. Don't chop the bush. Because Leon just reminded us how people got in trouble when they came here during the President Bush um, reign as president. Jamaican came from Jamaica with a machete in his suitcase. Mm-hmm. And when immigration asked him what, for what purpose he's here in America, he said he come to chop Bush. Mm-hmm. And they arrested him because he thought he meant he come to chop up the President Bush. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you pick your Bush, don't have a machete. Okay. But if you're playing cards, if you're playing cards, you, you know, if you're playing casino, you know what is Trump? When you're playing casino, spade is Trump. You know that, right? You can do yeah. anything you want with Trumps in spades. Anyone on here know how to play spades? You know how to play spades, Liam? Yeah, I used to. The game? <laughs> I used to know. Yeah, you know, spade is Trump. <laughs> I haven't played. I haven't played it for a long time. I used to know about Trump. That is the, the, the special card, right? I think that was spades, the Spades, spades, the, the, yeah, the spades. Spades is the Trump. Yeah. And when you went out yeah, of, so of, of spades, you can always um, have your own Trump when you use up all your spades. But we're just talking about you can do anything with Trump, but stay out of the bushes. <laughs> yes, folks, we're done. You're right into the inspirational portion and uh, you have you would have inspired us coming through this morning um to hear you early this morning knowing that you're not doing too badly you're just doing one bad right you're not doing too bad right yeah just one bad okay that now that you've gotten that out of the way um why would my screen want to do this stuff wait westerners have been sent in and they are five without loss so far Okay, yeah, we bring you from time to time the first ODI between 
West Indies and Ireland that's speaking today. No Chris Gale. This is ODIs anyway, so we didn't expect him in the ODIs. There was high hopes of the 2020, but we have much more of that in sports. So let's see if West Indies can redeem themselves. <laughs>
Yes, indeed. Jesus' blood has covered me and has been redeemed. So are you. January 8th, 2022, as we are rolling on, this year is moving fast and in a hurry. So, folks, let's get to some cleansing. Patience with family, that is love. Patience with others, it is respect. Patience with self, it's confidence. And patience with God, is faith. 
Negative thing in 2022. Let it be your COVID test. 
Again, may the only negative thing to have happened to you in 2022, let it be your negative test. Let's get on the royal telephone and see if you can make a call. I'm sure call is listening. Central's never busy, always on the line. We could hear from heaven, almost any time. It's the royal service, free to one and all. When you get in trouble, give this royal line a of, 
But let me tell you this. One thing I'm not going to be ashamed of. And that is the gospel. I'm going to be ashamed of the gospel. Yes, you're in with the inspirational portion. We're an anchor for those who are hurting. We're a harbor for those who are lost. Sometimes it's not
22 for one. The wicket to have fallen, that of Justin Graves. He went for five, for seven. So again, Justin is being sent into bat. 22 for one, 6.1 over. Over. And some other good news coming out of the Caribbean that Desmond the Great, Dr. Desmond Haynes, is now the new chief of selectors. And he will be, he was appointed yesterday, Thursday, by the Western Cricket Board, and he will continue until June 30th, 2024. We wish him well and hope that he will find someone suitable to help him to replace Mr. Bascom. Of course, you know, Roger Harper, his contract was not renewed, as well as Mr. Ba uh, Miles Bascom. Haynes was appointed, and I'm sure he will be looking for some. I don't know if he's the one who chooses his, um, his other member of the panel, but I know the, the coach is also one of the, the the member of the panel, and I don't know, but nevertheless, I hope he can get someone suitable to help him carry out a very difficult task in working the cricket. And just to tell you some good news that over in South Africa, South Africa have leveled the series after defeating the India, by some seven wickets in the second test match, scores India 202 and 266. South Africa, 229 and 243 for three. The man of the match was the captain, Dean Elgar. We'll give you more of that later on. And yes, some more details to come as well. Over in New Zealand, a very exciting victory for the Bangladeshis, as they beat New Zealand by some eight wickets, scores New Zealand 328 and 169, Bangladesh 458 and 42 for two. It was one of the greatest victories in, in Test cricket. Of course, you know, New Zealanders, they are the world champions, and to have beaten them in their backyard is a feat. That is worth celebrating, not only for a day, but for a whole year. England uh, up against it over in Australia. Having lost the first three test matches, they were hoping that they could pull off a victory in the fourth test match. But the scores are as follows. Australia 418 for eight declared and 265 for six declared. England, 294 and 30 without loss at sums at the end of the fourth day. So England, they are requiring another 358 runs in order for them to win this test match or they require to bat out the remainder of the 50 if they have a chance to save the Fourth test match and hopefully save face by not being whitewashed by the Australians. We'll tell you more tomorrow because um, Usman Kawaja, he made a century in both innings in the test, and chances are he will be dropped for the next test. It looks cruel, but sometimes happens like that. We'll wait and see. We're also going to be telling you coming soon will be the Women's Ashes, that is, 
England women will be going over to Australia and they'll be playing one test match, three ODIs and three T20s starting January 20th and they'll go until February 8th. The Super Smash over in New Zealand, Canterbury, they're on top, followed by the Northern Kings, Wellington, uh, third place in Central Districts, and Auckland and Ortega uh, at the bottom. And the West Indies on the 19th, their level there. Warm-up matches against South Africa. The matches are 2-2. West Indies winning two, and the visitors winning two as well. Big Bash Lee sees the Perth Scorcher on top, followed by the Sydney Thunder. Sydney Sixers are in third place. In fourth place are the Hobart Hurricanes. The Melbourne Renegades are in fifth place. And in sixth place, Brisbane Heat. In seventh place, Adelaide Strikers. And the bottom of the league uh, is the Melbourne Stars. And I understand the Melbourne Stars are without Russell. Where is Russell? Is he sick or is he waiting to be recalled by the Western League? Sad news because Ross Taylor, he has hung up his, not only his boots, but his bat as well. He will call it quits from the ODI. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow. And, of course, we're looking forward to see what the young man will do for himself. Some, some news over there in Australia where Novak Djokovic, he has gotten a, a COVID vaccination um, exemption. Uh, according to his lawyer, and he is not permitted to play in the Australian Open yet. The matter is going to be put to court to see whether or not he's eligible. As word out is that he is locked up in a detention centre in Australia until he, he is given the, the okay either to play or to return home. I don't know. He, he has contracted the virus in December, and he has gotten sick, and he has since gotten an exemption, that is according to his lawyer, to see what is happening there over there. And um, okay, the South Africa West Indies Ladies uh, ODI series has been rescheduled, and the matches will now begin January 26th, and we hope that the ladies can do well, as they have been doing in recent times. And, of course, we'll tell you more tomorrow about the under-19 team, the squad for the West Indies, and the upcoming series in the World Cup under-19 event, which is scheduled to be taking place in the Caribbean. We have the fixture list, and we have everything that you can think of that we can bring you up to date. But as I usually do most of the time, is to come where I can talk about uh, Manchester City in in top place in the European and um, English Premier League. And um, Manchester City, they are on top, followed by Chelsea. I say followed by Chelsea in second place because Liverpool are way behind, below Chelsea with one point behind Chelsea. And that's a big, big margin. Arsenal are in fourth place. West Ham in fifth place. Tottenham. Sixth place, followed by Manchester United, seventh. The Wolves, they're eighth. Brighton, they're ninth. Leicester, they're tenth, followed by Crystal Palace. Brentford in twelfth place. Ashton Villa, they're thirteenth. Southampton, fourteenth. And fifteenth place, uh, Everton. 
16th Leeds and 17th Watford and 18th place Burnley, Newcastle and Norwich, 18, 19 and 20 in the relegation zone. But the big news is the big match that was played last week between Chelsea and Liverpool and that match went to a two-all draw. Liverpool was on top having scored two early goals and that was all she wrote. Chelsea came back and it was it proved to be perhaps the best match of the series. But the big thing is that Chelsea are still on top of Liverpool despite being hit badly by COVID. Both teams have been hit badly by COVID, but Chelsea started first, and Liverpool now has gotten their turn to get some um, um, some missing players from their lineup. So we wish them well, though, nevertheless, and. But I'm so happy that Chelsea has regained its rightful position of number two. Um, Chelsea, Manchester City, they are 10 points clear of those two other contenders, Liverpool and Chelsea and Arsenal. So, folks, that's it. But just want to tell the folks that, of course, we, we talked a little bit about King Frankai. Not only was he a Rasta, he was a king. He was one of the great sports commentators and critic commentators in the island and um, we just gonna miss him. Um, may his soul rest in everlasting peace and I understand that his body will be sent back to to Africa to be entered into the grave. So that's uh, my sports this morning, Ivor. And over yes, back over thank to you. you. Yeah, thank you, Liam. Thank you. And uh Frank yes, she was a good all over good uh, but sports analyst, I would have heard him way back over the years when he used to be um, ZBK. He and um, mm-hmm. Jack Matthews, that's yes, very first yes, learned yes. of him back in those glory days uh, when we tuned yes. into ZBK for sports. So, well, may so rest in everlasting peace. Africa is a big continent, so I wonder where in Africa would they... Um, I, think, I think it's Ghana. Him? Ghana. I, I think Ghana. it's Ghana. Ghana. Yes. There is supposed to be a distance of the line, but I don't have the proof. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, which yes. is both um, before we bring Dennis um, uh, to tell us what's happening in the U.S. Someone asked me for the teams that are playing here in first ODI. For uh, oh, the team, the yeah, we have the team. I can give it. I have it. Have it if you want me to. Or if you have it, that's okay. I don't have it. Uh, I had the team. Okay, I we have She Hope. We have Justin Greaves. We have Nicholas Puran, Shama Books, Karen Pollard. He's the captain, of course. Weston Chase. We have Jason Holder, Omario Shepard, Odin Smith, Azari Joseph, <coughs> and uh, we have uh, Jose. Jose. Odin yes, Smith. Jose. Yes, Odin Smith? Smith is in the team, yes, so I guess he's fit and ready to go again. So he had the issue of um, not being fit, I think, why he was left out of previous teams. And um, for Ireland, the team is William Portfield. We have Andy Balburney, he's the captain. We have Harry Tector, Delaney. Lorcan Tucker, he's the keeper. We have Andy McBride. Curtis Camper, George Duckwell, 
Mark Adair, Craig Young, and Josh Little. So they are locked in battle at this time over there in Jamaica, the land of wood and water. So we'll have Dennis tell us what's happening there, and we're going to have Cardinal standing by. Tell us what's happening on the birthday and anniversary front. Dennis, what do you have for us here in terms of yes. the U.S. cricket? Well, we have some developments for the U.S. cricket. Uh, three USA umpires have been appointed for the upcoming World Under-19 tournament in the islands. These umpires are Vijay, Vijaya Malela, Samir Bandikar, and Jermaine Lindo. Unfortunately, Jermaine will not be able to travel, but uh, the other two are certainly going to be available as part of that umpiring crew down there for the under-19. Additionally, USA Women's Under-19 Tour of St. Vincent and the Grenadine has been arranged for next month. There's a four-match series uh, playing T20s beginning January 24th through February the 28th. That's the USA Women's Under-19 Tour. So things are looking upwards for for USA Women's and uh, USA Men's. Additionally, we also have the USA Cricket has announced in collaboration with the ICC scholarships, one full scholarship, which is 100% of the uh, expenses, and five at what they consider 25% scholarship to female sports management education in conjunction with the University of London. For details and application, you are asked to contact the USA website for the application form. And a reminder that one of the early requirements is that you must have a bachelor's degree to begin with. So three very important pieces of news there from the Cricket USA. And going back to the... um, The West Indies currently 34 for one after nine overs in the ODI in Kingston. That's it for uh, local USA. Thank you, thank you. And um, just before we get to Cardinal Cricket, I'm telling you, you have to join us tomorrow because it's going to be very, very interesting because Ivor Henry is going to hold to the point that Test Cricket it's not going to die during my lifetime. I have all of 120 years. That's allotted to me. And I'm not going to live to see Test Cricket die. I look at uh, Test Cricket between South Africa, India, England, and, um, and uh, Australia. And that's what you call cricket in its purest form. There are times when all three results are on the card. That's what makes it interesting. A draw, a win for either team. When the pendulum can swing, I like that. I like to see a bowler just run in and bowl and admire that. We don't have that in 2020. No time to admire nothing. So I am saying that. I'm sure that conversation is going to come up tomorrow. Again, yeah. if I get on there, I'm sure I'm going to dig that in a little bit more. 
I'm going to do all my all I can to make sure that Test Cricket stays alive. I know they're listening, so I'm going to lend my voice to that. Folks. But let's see what Cardinal have to say. He would have aborted three kings day over there in St. Croix. So before you greet your fans and tell us what's happening on the front the channel, we need to know what's happening in the neck of the woods or what would have happened. Knowing that St. Croix would have led the way with the three kings day in the recent past. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, morning Cardinal. Good morning, Cardinal. Well, and good morning. Good morning. And good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. Well, here in the Virgin Islands, it's nice, it's cool. Wait, it's by the way, Cardinal, let me, let me jump in yeah. because Donna says she's going to get very offended if you don't call her name because she's on my line and she's listening. I just wanted to know that. Oh, Can I get in well, on, the, you know, on, the, on the studio? Good morning. Good morning, Donna. You know, well, this, but you know you're always a special. So you don't got you don't got to worry about that, especially, you know, with Ivor around. You know, um, <laughs> you might have to only worry about that with Ivor around to, 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 to impose on your specialty. Don't worry with him, though. But anyway, I'll let Marty stick to that. Um, yeah, it's nice and sunny. It's been a great day. It would have been a great day for, for the parade, but um, because St. Croix, St. Thomas, St. John, the Virgin Islands have had to deal with this new surge of the Omicron um, variant, the uh, the activities for carnival ha- would have had to be shut down. I mean, it got so bad that I had to go. I I got a holiday. I did get my three kings day holiday on Thursday, January sixth, but I had to go to work on Friday. Now, you know, if carnival was on, I would have got my carnival holiday on Friday, because that would have been the day of the children's parade. So, and today would have been the day of the adult parade. So we missed out. On, we are missing out on a lot of the fun because of the intervention of COVID, and and all those people who contracted the disease, including Lynette, I'm going to accuse you and blame you for interfering with my fun. That was just a joke. <laughs> anyway, um, but. We've got a whole like, mixer. Right now, we're getting a little shower coming down. So, we got a beautiful mixture of rain, sunshine, wonderful breezes, and a very nice weather at 72 degrees at this point. That should tell you how wonderful it is. The only thing now, my only problem is that I can't get any fish. So... I got to go travel the miles to see if I get some fish. Um, just let me say good morning to the special fans, of course. Good morning over there in New York. And I understand it's cold. Cold as a witch. But Marcus knows, and she's going to tell everybody, that we've got sunshine on the Saturday morning entertainment show. This is where it is. Good morning, Motris. Good morning, Bobsy. Donna, Ina, Sharon, up there in cold 
New York. Yeah, we're inviting you on here. I'm going to go on over to St. Martin, where I'm going to say good morning to Irma Thompson. And Irma Thompson, Irma must be saying, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Cardinal has gotten into my camp because we can't celebrate over here in St. Martin like we used to. Sure, but good morning nevertheless. And I know the people in St. Martin are going to have a good, good time. Good morning, Irma. Good morning, my good man, Carlos. Good morning to you over there in beautiful St. Martin. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts where I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. And Lynette is telling us that there's something to be cheer about, but there's also something to cough about. Good morning, Lynette. Hope you get over that soon and share your good health. Yeah, you get good health tips. Lynette says garlic, turmeric, um, what else? Lemon, honey, but you should have been using those all along. And then maybe the COVID would not see you and run away. So, try it. Lynette, that Lynette's advice, and she gives you it with a laugh. Good morning, Lynette. Good morning to the people over there in Nevis, particularly to Mr. Renford Door and his staff at 2020 Vision, particularly to Lady Carmen Lady C. Griffin, good morning to you. I'm going to go on over to the UK where I'm going to say good morning to Omel. And I'm sure Omel is going to get some choice response to Leon boasting about Chelsea being in second place and Liverpool way behind with one point. And no Omel is not going to miss that. Good morning, Omel. And so we are waiting for your response. Leon is going to be waiting for you to hear what you got to say. He's just having a great time with Chelsea being way ahead of Liverpool. Um, I'm going to step across the channel and I'm going to say good morning to the people up in Fort Lauderdale, particularly to Elimat, King Elimat, that is, our musical messenger over there, hoping that the brother is doing well. I'm going to say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, to Malik and Tiana, her brother and sister. Good morning to you. I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson and the fans down there in southwest Miami. Good morning to Cutner, who comes to you over there by way of Sandy Point. Hope you're having a good time. Florida should be having great weather at this time while New York is cold because they like to, to invite the New Yorkers down and this then, you know, showing off about how nice, how much, how nice the weather is. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Don't accuse Florida of being what? Hot and steamy. We got beautiful weather now. So come on down and share it with us. It's only, it's only David. David doesn't want Hardly down here because David said hardly bring with him the coal and suck up all the warmth. Okay, David, hardly is down anyway. So the rest can come. I'm sure you haven't have a, a problem with that. Good morning to the people, the fellas in the Cutleridge area who hang out there and listeners with Mr. Jerome Cutner Richardson. I'm going to go on up to Georgia. I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Yvette 
Barbara listening to up there. And I know they had some fun time over the holiday season. Good morning, Monique, Barbara, Yvette. Hoping that you continue to have a wonderful time despite the weather. Um, finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne. Uh, traveling around the world, I guess, because I still can't find her. I, I'm hearing her. I'm seeing her, but I don't know where she is. Good morning, Yvonne. Love you, sis. Hoping that you're having a wonderful time, and I know you are. But that said, good morning to all the special fans and all the fans of the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. Come on in. Like I say, we've got sunshine, and Ivor has got a great show for you. Yes, indeed. We thank you for that. Cardinal, and um, also good morning to Mr. Audley Watson. He's still in his first month, so we're going to give him all of the month. We're going to do it the other way, because he waited all year for this birthday on January 1st, so he's one week in his birthday, but once in January 31st, and we bid him farewell until 2023 for another birthday. That is cruel. Well, Folks, we're into the second half, and about 10.45 or so, we expect to hear from Dawn and Debbie, so we can stand by for that. They continue their humanitarian efforts for the less fortunate over there in Antigua and Barbuda. So we're going to await their arrival. In the meantime, well, we have something. Yes. Let me just go ahead and sing until they come in. I'll give you a little bit, and you'll talk about this. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Come on in. I'm scrolling around here. I have a song playing, but I decided it's going to buffer and buffer and buffer and buffer. I don't want to do that at this time. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's going to buffer. Okay, my studio, studio, studio is off from your end, Ivor. No, it's up on, well, it's up on my end here, but showing that it's off? Yeah. I'm trying to play go low. I could not go low, but it's not showing me it's down, but maybe it's slow. Uh, Punch in arm, go low there for me, Liam. Go low. Okay. I'm not getting the West Indies match on any of the channels. Yeah, they said we're supposed to bring it here for us in the mm-hmm. in the US, but um, they have a lot of no, we'll places they're supposed to bring it, but for some reason. Anyway, it's not, it's not on ten. It's not on ten. You're in the islands. Hi, you're in the islands. Flow Flow TV is carrying it as well. Flow TV. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. The current score is 43 for one. After 11. 48. 48 for one. Okay, 47 on my end for one. Yeah, thanks. 48. 48 to 1 half 12, yeah. I got that. Okay. I'm slightly behind you. 
Okay, let's go low. Okay. We're gonna go low and then kind of gonna come in and tell us what's
low, go low. How low can you go? Okay, Carmel, come on through. Some updates. Yes. Ivor, um, I think Audley may have made the error of giving us the birthdays for January 7th instead of the birthdays for January 8th. And um, because, as I observed, today is the birthday of Australian John Waddle and fast bowler, Australian fast bowler um, Josh Hazelwood. And it's mm. also the birthday of Sir Lawrence Rowe. And I know I yeah. wouldn't have, have um, left those out. So I think he made a mistake of sending us the birthday is for yesterday. Maybe Ali Ali is a little under the weather too. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's a little behind. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and give the birthday for yesterday then. Just go ahead and give the birthday for yesterday. He took the time okay. out, so let's, let's, let's honor those people from yesterday since all they took the time out okay, from, yesterday. So let's give it yesterday. Okay, okay. yesterday, you know, they're feeling... With the birthdays from yesterday, compliments of Audley Watson. You know that today is January 7th, the 7th, the, uh, January 8th, the 8th, the 8th day of 2022. Wow. So strange saying that, isn't it? Okay, it's Australian <laughs> Marvin Way, West Indian Clyde Duncan, uh, a guy in his umpire. From England, we have Gregory Stevens, Alan Butcher, who's 68, Julie Crump. From India, Vijay Rajendranath. From Pakistan, we have Angla Zahid. From New Zealand, Colin Snedden and E.F. Rouse. From South Africa, we have Mark Rushmere and Susanda Magala. From Zimbabwe, we have Travis Friend, Trevor Gawe. From Ireland, we have Lara Maritz. And from Bangladesh, we have Ibado Hassan. And from Hong Kong, we have Ninad Shah from Uganda, Junior Kwebiha from Malaysia, Nasir Ali, an umpire and wicketkeeper. From, and then it's Leon's great niece, um, Amira Mayer. Louis Hamilton's birthday was yesterday, the race car driver. Um, Nicholas Cage, movie actor. Lamar Jackson, a football player. Vince Cartel, the reggae artist. I think Vince Cartel, the reggae artist. Kenny Loggins, R&B singer. Katie Couric, television personality. Millard Fillmore, the 13th U.S. president, who was born in 1800. Rand Paul, the Republican senator out of Kentucky. In 1782, the first U.S. commercial bank, Bank of North America opens in Philadelphia in 1785. The first balloon flight across the English Channel by Jean-Pierre Blanchard and John Jeffries. The first U.S. World World Station opens in Baltimore. Florida troops take over Fort Marion at St. Augustine in the U.S. Civil War. In 1890, African-American inventor William Purvis receives a patent for the fountain pen. In 1908, England beat Australia by one wicket at the MCG. In 1929, Tarzan, one of the first adventure comic strips, first appeared. In 1935, foreign French minister Pierre Laval and Benito Mussolini signed the Franco-Italian Agreement. 
1944, the U.S. Air Force announced its production of first U.S. jet fighter, the Bell P-59. In 1947, England versus Australia at the MCG, drawn in six days. And this was the first draw in Australia since 1882. Um, U.S. President Harry Truman announced his American development of the hydrogen bomb. In 1955, Marion Anderson becomes the first African-American to perform the New York Metropolitan <laughs> Opera. In 1956, Indian batman Vinuman Kad scored 231 versus New Zealand in an opening stand of 413 with Panash Roy. In 1959, United States recognizes Fidel Castro's Cuban government. In uh, 1962, the assassination attempt on Indonesian President Sukarno and Bahamas becomes, uh, also becomes a self-governing territory. Fa in 19, also in 1962, farmers sue Max Yoga for $35,000 in damages caused by, Woodstock, by the Woodstock Festival. Remember Woodstock. In 1983... President Reagan and U.S. armed embargo against Guatemala. In 1987, Indian bowler Kapil Dev take his, takes his 300th test wicket at the age of 28, the youngest day, the youngest bowler to do so. You remember, he ended up picking up 433 wickets to beat uh, New Zealand's um, Headley. What's his name? It's Hadley. Um, for, who, who took 431 test wickets. Also today, celebrate the anniversary of Fidel Castro's triumphant entry into Havana, having won the victory of, of Mr. Batista scampering out of Cuba following the success of the revolution. Um, and I also want to say, we, we got to commemorate the, we got to memorialize the death of one famous actor, Sidney Poitier, who died yesterday mm -hmm. or the day before. And also, we also want to memorialize the death of Lani Guinea. You do remember Lani Guinea? who was um, appointed for a Supreme Court position back in the days of Mr. Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. And um, when an attack was launched against Guinea for her, so for her liberal views that they, they say, Clinton backed away from giving her his full support. So she had to withdraw her nomination for the Supreme Court. Lani Guinea, dynamic young lady. Um, also on this date, let me give you a, a couple, a few more historical notes. This is the date that what was that 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 crazy horse, the leader of the. Cheyenne, the Sayo people fought his last battle, you know, having been worn down. Remember sometime before that, in the, it, it, six months earlier, 
in what was called the Battle of Little Big Horn, Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull defeated the forces of Costa, General Costa, in what was called in U.S. history, Costa's Last Stand. So the, the, the Americans took, took, um, took their vengeance six months later because they were angry that um, the, the, um, the indigenous people had won the war against trying to force them onto, planta- onto the onto plantation. Uh, I should say they, what they called their reservations, combined them to little plots of land called reservations. And, and so they said, look, you know, this is our land. We, we're supposed to be free to walk. We're, we're, but so the, the, the Americans, I should say, the settling Americans took offense to that and tried to force them back on the plantation. So back to 18... January 8th, 1877. Crazy Horse, um, Sitting Bull had died by that time, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. One, fought his last battle, was war-weary. He didn't have the kind of weapons that, that the U.S. cavalry had. He was, uh, his men were war weary. They didn't. They are not. These are not people who have the kind of aggression and savagery to fight that kind of war. So Costa, um, Crazy Horse, lost that battle to defend his dignity and the dignity of his people. Um, I also talked about Fidel Castro's arrival in Havana. And remember, in 1862, it was January 8th in 1862. In 1867, that black men gained what was called gained the right to vote. But it really wasn't, they really didn't gain the right to vote. It was kind of restricted, you know, a, a restricted version of the right to vote. You know, it was done for, you know, purposes of, of divide and conquer. Those who got the right to vote got the right to vote. This exercise the right to vote and tell the others sit down and be quiet. You know your turn is going to come soon. Remember when George Bush vomited on the on the Japanese president? Well, it was January eighth, nineteen ninety-two, and okay. Um, well, yeah, I think that's that's as far as 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 I can and can remember, as my historical notes would go. Okay, that's okay. it. Well, we want to thank you for that, Colonel. Well, we know today actually the state would have been Elvis Presley's birthday, born what nineteen thirty-five, died nineteen seventy-seven. So I don't think Otto would have left out with Elvis Presley. But um, we're going to turn it over to Dennis now because we want him to welcome Debbie and Dawn to the show. And they're going to tell us about their humanitarian efforts over there in L.A., Little Antigua, and Barbuda. So we want to welcome you, Dawn and Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. Dennis, good, good morning. morning. Thank you, Ivor. It's still the season of goodwill is still here with us. And... Uh, 
Today, again, we have Debbie Campbell and Don Curtin and the group from the Antigua Barbuda Charity Organization. They are here to help in the fight to eliminate hunger in the island. Please help them to support those in need. We ask you to donate whatever you can in money, goods, or materials. Thank you. Debbie, Don, welcome to the Cricket Show Entertainment Edition. You are on live. Um, good morning. This is Debbie Simon Campbell, and um, Dawn um, Curtin Cochran is also on, and we are part of Antigua and Barbuda Tears. We're in the process now of developing our calendar for the year, so by next week when we get onto the air, we'll be able to share with you what um, what are the programs that we have that we are looking for assistance um, to assist with us for the year. Um, well, first and foremost, Happy New Year to everyone, everyone on the Cricket Show, everyone in your many audiences that's listening, um, and everyone who has donated or who would want to donate in the future. Just wanted to, um, you know, let it, let you know who our team members are, Travis Brown, Abina St. Louis, Sarah Gay from the Adopted Family, that's that manages the soup kitchen in Antigua, Claudia D'Souza, she's in Bob Uter, Earl Francis, um, far right from the Blaze Radio Show, Mr. Harris, he's from Kansas City, Nigel Catering, um, he is out of the Anchorage Hotel, Pastor Wendell Pete, who manages the um, Church of Refuge um, down in the Green Bay Grace Farm area, Anitia Joseph, she manages the Smile Foundation. Um, Tracy Henry, Veronica Anthony. Um, so we just wanted to say, you know, good morning and Happy New Year. And hope that you can look at, you know, even donating a small, small token to our organization that will go directly to help people in Antigua that are, you know, less fortunate. Um, um, we just saw a picture of a, a lady out in in um, the countryside in a house that she's living in. And, um, you know, I was reading the commentary as to someone says, you know, this is, um, you know, the person that put up the video is political, so forth and so on. Um, each one of us can assist. Each one of us can help. Each one of us can donate something. Um, we look for anything from baby items, baby food, clothing, car seats, et cetera, to senior, senior items, monetary donation. You can ship it directly on our name. Um, you don't have to pay for, um, you know, for any exuberant shipping. We have a shipping company in Florida that I can connect you with. And Kay, who is part of Sydney Shippers, is willing to work with us and help us to get it to Antigua. Um, so that families can um, enjoy, or families, and it's not even about enjoying, but families can partake of whatever we can send down and can assist them. So anything that you can donate, let us know. Once again, it doesn't have to be monetary. It can be any items, you know, that you can donate, food, clothing, toys, um, anything, baby cars, baby, baby seats, I'm sorry, baby seats. Etc. Baby, anything for babies. We have quite a few moms that are currently either pregnant or just had babies that would, you know, that are seeking baby items. And due to the pandemic, 
Um, some of them are not working, and some of the some of them are not working, and some of their partners are not working. Um, so you know, we're just trying to help out as much as possible. No judgment. It's just some. We're just asking for help because you know sometimes we hear the story. Oh, why did they do this? Why do did they do that? And um, we are not God. We are not Jesus. Um, we are not here to judge. I'm just here to help. Um, I can be reached at um, 845-820-6598, or my email address is um, Debbie Campbell, NYC at AOL.com, and that's D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C, um, AOL.com. I'm on Facebook, Debbie Simon. Um, or you can also, if you you know you would like to reach out to me via WhatsApp, same number, 845-820-6598. So once again, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Um, I want you to be safe and be well. The pandemic is still raging. You know, that storm that never seems to want to subside, it comes to arms from you from all sides. Regardless of whether you're vaccinated or not, please be safe. Keep yourself safe, okay? Be safe and be well. Dawn? Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, Debbie pretty much said a lot of the things that I need to say, but what I'm going to add to it, first of all, is Happy New Year to everyone there at the Cricket Show, and we do appreciate you bringing us on every week faithfully and strong. And so for me now, what I'm interested in is hearing from the people of our country of Antigua, exactly what it is we need because I do have a few people that are out there basically talking to others that they know are in need outside of our group and they just report different things to me as they see it's necessary. So if anyone is listening that's in Antigua, we need some assessment of areas in Antigua where the most poverty lives. And so we want to help everyone that we can. Of course, you know, we have limited funds. So we're asking everyone if they could contribute to a donation and my email is Curtin, A-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. And my phone number is 785-554-5628. I did get in touch with a Mr. Phillip. Uh, we spoke, and then he called me back. Um, hopefully, we will get some information about um, the Antigas and Barbudan Association. I believe it's West Florida. But I know that the person that was in charge, um, is had an operation and she's not well, but they are going to be calling us in the future. I'm not sure when. And so we're trying to get partnerships with people that have may have already, you know, did some of these types of, um, um, you know, helping with people in Antigua. So we want to connect with them. And if you guys know of any other people or persons that will be able to do that with us, please uh, either call myself or Debbie. And that way we can have a conversation with them because it takes more than one or two people to get things to Antigua, which is very expensive. And so it'd be nice if we got someone out of Florida that can assist us. I've called a few that I know of, but I haven't had a response back from them. So we're asking people to reach out to us, Debbie and myself, so that we can form a group of organizations together and get things done in our country. Because from my understanding, from what I'm hearing, there's a lot of help that's needed, and so we need to continue our work. We're not going to give up, and we do appreciate anyone that has already donated to us, and this is continuous work, and it's almost like you're in a nine-to-five job, and Debbie and I are 24-hour <laughs> jobs. 
Yeah, the midnight <laughs> yes. we were talking about what's needed at midnight. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm sending her messages, and then when she wakes up, she sees messages. So we're working on your behalf, not on our behalf. We don't keep any of the funds for ourselves. We make sure that everything is accounted for. We are very transparent people, and we know that when we get donation, what we need to do. So I don't want anyone to get in their head that we're keeping money because that's the first thing people think of. But everything we do goes to our country, and we've managed to get to Barbuda, as you guys know. And so we want to help both. And um, I just want you guys to understand that this is not a one-time thing. Anybody that's listening right now, give from your heart. Give what you can. If you only have $10 to give, you understand. If you have items of clothing, we'd love to, to encourage the men to donate their clothing because we have a lot of men that don't have clothing. All the stuff we send down is hardly ever get men's clothing. So we will include that along with the other list that Debbie just spoke about, babies, um, young adults, shoes and socks, things like that are very important. And education is very important. If you guys have maybe some books you'd like to send, some self-help books for the ladies and the men so they can help themselves, that's good too. So in the future, Debbie and I have talked about a program from ECCR, who is um, a nonprofit that is also part of our group, and they have some things that they would like to share and feel. But in order for us to get to that uh, to get that goal, we have to have everything else in place first, okay? So we're not going to just take um, money just clothing. In the future, we have a big program that we want to bring to Antigua in order for us to help the people there get out of poverty. We need a lot of different areas that we have to cover. So, but I thank you guys for allowing me to come on today and just bringing this out because we're not going to give up, okay? We're not people that will just stop giving up and stop giving other people because we have a heart that tells us that God said we need to do this all people, okay? So that's it. That's my spirit for the day. Any more questions or anything you guys would like to say? I just wanted to add this to what Dawn just said. Just wanted to add this to what Hello, just wanted to add this to what Dawn just said, is that 100% of whatever we pick up goes to Antigua. And even in terms of when we have to ship um, any containers or barrels, it comes out of our pocket, okay? It's not taken out a lot of times out of the donations that's being sent. Um, so, you know, everything, every cent can be you know, um, be, um, be, be, be accounted for whenever uh, a donation is sent. And, we, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is full transparency. You ask the question, we can basically answer and go back and give you the paperwork. You know, one of the questions that I'm sure that, you know, if Dawn had mentioned last week was that you can get a tax receipt for anything that you donate. And that's because we're in collaboration with the ECCR group. And the ECCR group is our nonprofit status that is fully um, uh, accredited by the federal government and by the state that anytime that you'd want to receive that, you'd be able to hand that out. So a lot of times when we get asked for donation and they said, who is your 501c3, we do have the ECCR group. The ECCR group is the entity that we use as our nonprofit. Also, if anyone that's out there that is looking to start their own business that don't have any guidance or don't know how to get their paperwork done in terms of becoming a small business, that's the component of the ECCR group that is here to help you. And, um, you know, um, 
the person's name is Eugene Campbell. Full disclosure, that's my husband, yes. Um, and he will work with you. He's been working with several people in the group, and they have established their business on the him. So um, if you have any questions, if you're listening and you know what, you don't have the money to donate or the time or whatever, but you say, you know what, I always wanted to start my own small business, give me a call also, same information, Debbie Campbell, NYC at AOL.com, and I'll pass you over to that entity. But that's the non-for-profit um, entity that, that assists us in terms of making sure that all of our T's are crossed and our I's are dot. Thank you. Awesome. You are very welcome, Don and Debbie. I suppose you guys are welcome here. Anytime, as long as we are here, and we're going to be here for a very, very long time. So, with full support of your efforts, and uh, I don't think we can thank you enough for really reaching out to those folks who are less fortunate. Dennis, take it away. Yes, Ivor. I, we, Debbie and Dawn, and those associated with the charity group, we at the Cricket Show appreciate your efforts and the work you put in tirelessly, you know, over many, many hours. We wish you continued success in this endeavor, and I'm sure that the people in Antigua and Barbuda certainly are very appreciative of the contributions that you have been able to bring into their lives. Thank you so much, Debbie and Dawn, and we look forward to hearing from you again next week. Thank you. Back Thank to you. Thank you so Ira. much. Thank you guys Thank you. so much. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Bye. Thank you. You too. Be safe and be well. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Happy this birthday. You can shake an apple off an apple tree Shake a shake a sugar but you'll never shake me uh-uh. No sirree I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you I'm gonna run my finger through your long black hair I Squeeze you tighter than a grizzly bear uh-huh. Yes, sir, I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you Hide in the kitchen, hide in the hall Ain't gonna do you no good at all Cause once I catch you and I'll kiss and start A team of wild horses couldn't tear apart I'm gonna take a tiger from his daddy's side That's how a love is gonna keep us tied Oh yeah I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you Yes, 
recall Stuck on you I'm gonna stick like glue Yeah, yeah Because Stuck on you I'm gonna stick like glue Yeah, yeah Because Like Are we still time 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 time? Time? for updates? Yeah, we're trying to say um, back in the 60s, we would have um, <coughs> go up and Elvis, Elvis never talked, you know, he sings everything he wants to say. When a guy used to look girls, we say, boy, you're Elvis. You know, or your spouse, when your collar is up, your sober, so boasting. So, I'm dead, Dennis. Before we get another I, the, the early, The latest I have is 61 for three after 18 overs. West Indies. Back to me, then they can bring the curtain down. 
Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear, are you lonesome tonight? You could never, ever be lonely here on a Saturday morning. Not once it is Sunday morning entertainment show. Well, folks, we just have a few more moments with you before we end the show. But um, normally when we start, we bring something of interest to you, something that we thought will we'll either inform you, educate you, but I think that is also good because the scandal always say <clears throat> sentencing a person does not bring justice. But at least it is the soul somewhere along the line. I'm talking about Ahmad Aubrey's three white men killers who really thought it best to shoot down a black man, a 25-year-old black man. So although there's not justice for the family, I say using the system, justice was served. Father and son, life sentence, without ever getting the chance of being paroled. And a third, he gets 30 years and gets the chance to be paroled. But that 52-year-old, by the time he would have get a chance for a hearing, he would have turned all of 82. So maybe justice would have served if he were to be released at age 82. I don't think he would be a menace to society at that time. I don't think he'd be a leech in society at that time. He'd be just biding his time if nature would only take its course. But it was horrible for these three white men to chase a black man running in a neighborhood for five minutes. And as the judge said yesterday, they only killed the guy because he did not show them any fear. He didn't show them that I was afraid of you. So he, like he kept jogging for five minutes while they ride alongside him, no threat to anybody. Just decided, you know what happened? It's time to just shoot this bastard. <clears throat> and what makes it worse, and I don't believe that defense attorneys or any attorney for that matter, trial attorneys, should have to misappropriate anybody's funds for them to be debarred. I listened to that defense attorney trying to blame Aubrey for his death and trying to dehumanize that guy and saying that this guy with no socks and dirty toenails for crying out loud 2021 that's when the case was, was, was being heard could you believe in a courtroom where the world over has access to these kind of hearings that a blue-eyed blonde man would get up and describe a black man who'd been murdered. And I say this, they're so accustomed to getting away with these things. You know, the only thing that brought a, a, a conviction and brought charges was that the attorney went and released this video to the media, expecting that, look at my guys, they're heroes. That is the only thing that brought in these guys. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been charged. 
As a matter of fact, some, one of the prosecutors didn't bring charges. They had to go on when the family persisted. So I don't know if I can say it was a good day for the world and America and for the Aubrey family by extension. But in terms of the system, I think justice was served. Those guys have no way of seeing back on the outside. I don't believe in a knife or knife, but I believe in some killings. You kill me for no reason, and it's proven that you kill me for no reason, I think you should be gone. But they're going to be in here on taxpayers' money, living a good life. But at any end, if anybody wants to take the topic, fine. You can bring your own. And um, don't know if you're on, too. You're on my line. Don't yes. forget that. You can always unmute Either. yourself. Yes, yes. Are they would they be eligible for presidential pardon if we change the government? Of course. Yes, they would. Well, the president can do any anything because um I don't think that has anything to do with um the the, the sentencing, but I stand corrected though, but I would believe that they are president. Well, Dennis, you seem like you, you know. Go ahead, Dennis, if you know. No, no, I, I, you, I, I'm simply saying that the the president is free and can pardon anyone for you know all crimes. And in this case, you know these two guys, they could be pardoned too by any pre- an incoming or sitting president. At the moment, so. Yeah, it should be a lot to prevent that. Well, yes, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't take You see, but presidential pardon is supposed to be something special. But of course, we've seen the abuse. We've seen it being abused so blatantly by the last previous president that now it's beginning to make you know people think twice about the value of having presidential pardon because of that um, abuse that we saw during the last administration. Just just to segue here for a moment, Ivor, I don't think that we're going to be too happy with the current crop of West Indian players because right now they've gone Five. over seven, seven overs without a boundary. We're struggling now at 20, the halfway point on 66 for four with the captain just coming in and we'll see if in the next 20 overs or is it 30 overs it's, it's a 50, is it 40 or 50 overs 50 yeah we're almost at the halfway point but 66 for 4 with Brooks 5 and Pollard just to come in having scored one run so we'll see but uh, sorry to digress there but I thought we needed to hear the score back to you Ivan Okay. Um, I know Cardinal was supposed to be in the road at this time, but Cardinal, if your windows are not down and you want to um, chime in, we can um, we'll accommodate you, you know, in anything that you want to speak about. But in the meantime, we'll we'll continue here. But like I said, the Constitution, like I said, that's the law of the land, and uh, we know the presidents have have the powers to reprieve and pardon, you know, offenders against the United States. We know that. But uh, let me see if 
I remember it right. I don't think they um um sure you can look it up. Maybe Cardinal can help us. I don't think a sitting president can pardon a president who been impeached or somebody who been impeached. I I think that came up along the talk there when when um, they're talking about. Uh, Trump being impeached if he could be pardoned and all that stuff. I, I think there's something in the Constitution if you've been impeached, like I did with Nixon, I don't think um, he could be pardoned. Maybe, uh, maybe you can jog your memory later. Uh, when, when the talk okay. came up with Nixon. Uh, I, 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 think that's him, but I, I don't think they have that power with the impeachment. I, I think Ivor Yes. Jesus. Impeach president does not have the right to ever become president again. But otherwise, you know, pardon in this case, it, it's, it's not a criminal act in that sense. So that uh, he can be, because he doesn't get any time in prison for being impeached. It's highly unlikely that, I mean, he can be given a pardon for whatever crime he may have committed, but he just cannot run again for the office of president. I think that's the, the situation on that impeachment and pardon. Yeah, but I think the Supreme, the, the Supreme Court ruled on it. I, 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 remember, I remember hearing that rule where a sitting president cannot, um, he, he can't go on pardon if you've been impeached. But we we can we, we can further that discussion for this book so if we can um, get some clarity in it. But nonetheless, we we still back with these guys. I don't see any that that was real clear murder there, man. I mean, you chase a guy for five minutes. I don't know if you you guys listened to the judge yesterday. He was really clear, calculated. He had a moment of silence for that guy. One minute. One minute. He just said, well, I, I'm using it say it's a moment of silence, which it wasn't. He paused for one minute. And at the end of the one minute, he said, you see how long that was? These three defendants chased this guy for five long minutes. And so this guy wasn't doing anything but jogging. And when they saw he was not afraid of them and scared of them, they shot him to death. This was the, the judge word yesterday. I mean, it was so touching yesterday when I, when I, when I was listening to who he said this thing. Make your pardon. I, mm-hmm. I just have to say, I hope that people are really, really listening to this. I know part of my thank you, Mr. Sometimes you have to say, don't know if I'm going to use the word that corner is turning. But I think there's somewhere along the line, things just changed. Once ago, you couldn't even get a charge against these people. It's something they're accustomed to doing. And if they have to go on the confession table, they, they will tell you, well, we don't kill some black people with a shotgun, just take it up and shoot and get away with it. Zimmerman, if he had to do what he did, with what he did, Michael Brown, and just go out there and the guy in the neighborhood there with a hoodie and just shoot him down, Call the police, police tell him to back off. But he's still going to pursue the guy and kill him. And he's out free today. That could happen today and Zimmerman would not be convicted. Back then, it was like, 
you white, you white. And, you know, everybody was just like, okay, you're black. You, you, you're already wrong anyway. But the time has changed. And I said it started to me, George Floyd. The policemen start getting um, arrested and put up on charges. That's the other thing we're waiting for, for these other three officers who aided and abetted in George Floyd's death. But Liam, come on in if you think no, I can no, get some no, talking no, about it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. If, if that had happened this time, you know, he would have been, um, at least he wouldn't have gotten away cut free as it were. Zimmerman, he would have been sentenced. I don't know. No, in this case, though, the family can can get um, compensation for his for the debts of from from those folks. Whatever they have, they can have a uh, a case against them personally. Can sue them in civil court. Yes. Well, the um, the prosecuting attorney she made it clear. But I think they just have to come back on it, though, because she said it, what I'm going to say here, but it was not in writing. She made a request to the court to make a ruling that these guys would not profit from any book deals, any interviews, any movies, or anything. And if anything were to happen, it would go into a fund chosen by the Arbery's family. Yeah. But then the judge ruled and said, Okay, um, I understand what you're saying there, but she wants it to be submitted and write it because she just made that oral um, request. So I guess they're going to get back in court now to deal with that part. But I agree with her. They should not get up now to while in prison there to have all kind of movies to tell their tales or with reporters and to get all kind of money now to really tell the side of it. Because, you know, some people are going to glorify and hear how they brutally murdered this guy. They're going to be happy to hear that and get some money money for that. Oh, yeah, kill him like a dog. You remember Donald Trump was dead like a dog, like a dog. So I, I, I thought the, the case was very interesting. And um, down to the very end with the summary. And uh, I'm sure we can probably pick up that on YouTube, maybe the closing argument for that judge. He was really, really just on point took his time and talked. I mean, personally, I knew where he was going with it. Once he started talking, some people might say, wait, when is he going to give these guys a parole? Because that was the only thing left, you know. Once they were convicted, they had to be life in prison. The only question was whether with parole or without parole. The judge had yeah. the authority to do that. I think, I think the judgment was fair. I think... The sentencing was was fair. Was fair yeah, because he, the driver he got the, he got the parole because they did not find him guilty on the, the the first charge like the other two. No, okay. So I think it was fair. I think it was fair, and he coming close to us, you know, getting 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 uh, justice for whatever wrongs were done to us, at least. Oh boy. Yeah, but there are many more going to be up now. I don't think this is going to go open a, a can of worms because a lot of people are going to come and try to re, reopen open cases that were closed. Man. I hope some of them can come well, through and, re, and 
and reveal those who had done wrong to, to black people just because they were had this. They know that they can do it and go down Fifth Avenue and shoot and get away. <laughs> I hope. Yep. I, yep. Hope just, hmm? I I I I did not hear the the judge's uh, summary and uh, having heard your uh, brief remarks on this, I think I will, you know, see if I can uh, pick up this summary on on YouTube. But going back to the George Floyd. Uh, other defendants, the outstanding three who, whose cases are yet to be heard. You know, I have a feeling that these three will probably not uh, face as harsh a punishment as uh, we've seen with these more recent cases, simply because um, if we remember those other three were new to the force, only just came out of their uh, probationary period or still in the probationary period and with uh, the uh, their leader teacher being the one in charge of them carrying out the action it is hard to see where a jury will find them harshly because they were not in a position to actually interfere, so to speak, in, in the action, although they did not do as much to try to stop it. It will still be argued that because of their um, rank, they were not in a position to effectively uh, stop what was taking place. So I suspect very strongly that they will not be judged as harshly as others we've seen in these types of uh, criminal activity in the last couple of years. What, what is your well, thoughts on it? My thought is different to yours. Um, having been trained, as a matter of fact, as a policeman, you're sharpest when you just came, when you just come out of training school. Sharper than even these veterans, I'm telling you that. But I'm going to look at it from a humanitarian standpoint. Derek Chauvin did not hold a gun to these officers' head and tell them, do as I say, or else. Bystanders who are not trained knew that this guy's um, life was in jeopardy. They begged for him. A paramedic came along, begged. So if Chauvin was there with hand in pocket and just kneeling, these other guys too were kneeling. I don't know if you hear me. Yeah, but I am, I am saying that these guys, are you hearing me, Leon? Yes, yes we're hearing you. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. See me, 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 so if they stay there and watch this guy go down because of, as you call it, seniority. And I think he's only one guy, the guy who was holding off people there, the, the Chinese guy. I think he was really new on the job. They're the two guys who even went and kneeled on him. I don't think they were as new. But what I am saying here, I don't think the jurors 
and the state are going to look at that and say, let's ease them up. But I, I agree with you that it might not be as harsh a punishment. may not be. But they're going to they're gonna be found guilty of whatever charges that that, that has been brought up against them. I believe so. So it's up to the state, whatever charges they're going to bring against them, for me to make that assessment. But they're just as guilty. It's just like the father and son here. It's only one shot that was fired. Yeah. One shot killed. Oh, but, but two guys are going to be in here for um, for life until death do their part. Yeah, so in the show, they, 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 these other guys were right there too. But that situation slightly different there. The If, if you think about the... Um, the fact that, again, going back to George Chauvin and these other three guys, one was heard to have remonstrated somewhat with Chauvin, you know, to attempt to point out that there was problems. And he, again, can be offer the defense that, you know, he tried to stop it. But because of the rank, and this is the important point, he, Chauvin, was the ranking leader. So they were duty-bound to follow his orders. Now, if you assume I'm not sure that... I'm, I'm not sure about well, the duty-bound. Well, think about it, because if, if the case had not been... Had not, if the case, I said, if the situation had not ended in Floyd's death, back at this station, you can imagine that these guys would then be up on some type of action for failing to aid and abet an officer in the line of his duty. So, I mean, and I'm not speaking as, as anyone with any legal training, but I'm speaking purely from common sense. At least I think it's common sense. But definitely, I believe that uh, these guys could not in any way, short of getting up of Chauvin, of, of um, the, the legs of George Floyd and physically going over and dragging Chauvin off, I don't think they had much of a chance. So that's why I believe they may be found guilty of being a, an accessory. But I doubt if they will be punished as harshly for that simple reason that their defense is a whole lot easier. Uh, unlike the Aubrey situation where, yeah, they both chased him and they both contact, you know, accosted uh, Aubrey. So in, in, in the uh, George Floyd situation, I just don't think that uh, they're going to face as harsh. Dennis, are you saying that even though they're aided and abetted, that yes. they may not be punished? As severely? That, uh, no, as that's correct. That's exactly, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying they might be found guilty of aiding and abetting, but I just don't see the punishment being as severe you know i think it'll be a nominal slap no, that's, that's, that's what i'm saying that you know remember derek chauvin was charged with murder and manslaughter yeah yeah so if they're going to charge yeah. him with manslaughter mm-hmm. i think they're going to find him guilty the men are charging with murder like, like derek with murder and slaughter but they're charged with manslaughter they're going to be more guilty and they get thrown up in the same way. Well, I believe. I, 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 you know, we, we will see eventually, but my belief firmly based on, 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 on 
share looking at what I, I the evidence that there is there. I honestly think they'd be found yep. guilty of betting or helping in some way. Uh, in well, the, I believe in his a good prosecutor going to ask these officers, did you hear George Floyd at any time saying that he cannot breathe? They became any time quite for his mother. And when they said, uh, yes, because I can't see they're not going to say they didn't hear that. What did you do? Because this guy didn't give them no command. I saw the, the video. Oh, when the guy there, mama, and this and that. He wasn't turning to them and saying anything. These guys were on their own warding off people. These guys were right there pressing down on them. I did not see Chauvin saying anything during that, that nine minutes there. Turn to any one of those officers and give them a command. I didn't see. Oh, yes, he, he, he did remember. His word is solved, I believe. Depends on the charges. Either, I know my brother has to be there. Ivor, I do remember ahead, in the case. I do remember in the case that it was made that that, um, that that the police standing at the back of the car. I think it was that. Uh, I'm I'm going to use the term that Asian fella, uh, at least Asian-looking fella, standing at the back of the car. He actually made a comment to Chauvin, and Chauvin refused to get up because he said to Chauvin that you know something to the fact that he was. It looks as if he's not breathing. And Chauvin it totally ignored him and carried on as if he was on a picnic. So he was I, again that Yeah. He was in charge, so there was not much he could do. So I, I once again, I mean, much as it's it, it, it it's sad the whole affair, I just don't see those three being treated as harshly. Yeah, they might get some reprimand in some way. But I just they don't see them Getting treated as Lang, Lang is the one I think who restrained the crowd. He would get less than um, yes. the other guy. Yeah, there, what's his name? The other two guys. Yeah, who the other Remember the other two guys who went on him too. I think that yes, they're gonna get a little bit more punishment than the one who just threw up and prevented the crowd from getting close. I, I, I but they're well, gonna be you know. I, I'm belating the point in, somewhat, but I suspect because of their position at the heat, they were in a situation where they had to assist their supervisor because okay, of the well, ramifications. Lane is writing down what you're saying there because I'm agreeing with you that they may not get 22 and a half years because that's what Chauvin got, right. 22 and a half right. years. Okay. I'm agreeing that they may not get 22 and a half years. Uh, he was convicted right. of murder. And because right, of his fires, he didn't have the fire, he was this and that and stuff. He gets 22 and a half years. Those guys, I believe they're going to found guilty. And they might end up get 10 years, 12 years or something like that. That's, I, I I'm agree with that. you with the sentencing. But they're not going to get yeah. off because they, they were under the command of Chauvin giving them a wrongful order. I don't see that. But that is, your only, only disagreement is that the fact they may not get as maybe more lenient to those folks who did not actually did the damage but were as an accessory to the crime, they may get a lesser I, sentence. A a lot, lot, that's less. the only thing that I'm seeing. I don't think I, maybe they, you never know what, is, what, what the prosecutor might do. You don't want to add murder in there and let the jurors them try it out. But I know for sure they're going to charge them with 
with um, with some kind of man's thought, and they're not going to just leave it and say aiding and abetting. I don't think so. I, I well, we, we will see, but I, I suspect strongly say, that whatever it is. Are, are, we, are they going to have a special trial for these folks again? Oh. Well, not special in that sense. It's another trial. But just, it's just that they but, 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 they had asked when, for it to be. Yeah, they had asked for it to be That was always the thing to try shoving first. See how that go, and then you formulate charges against the other three. But in the meantime, oh, okay. remember they all were suspended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to be tried again. They're going to be sentenced. Am I no, correct no, in that? They, they haven't been tried yet. Um, no, they haven't been tried um, yet. Surely they, they still have to be um, get some other sentencing. But these guys have to be brought up on charges. That has not been done yet. I would think it takes a long time. Yes, remember they had asked for a delay because of COVID, and of course, as Ivor pointed out, they were interested in seeing how the Chauvin case turned out because then that will help them with their defense. And I think strongly they'll be their defense will strongly lean on the fact that they were juniors following the orders of the man who was in charge of their training. The man who had every way of disrupting or getting rid of their career. The man who could have them fired simply by writing up a report which said they failed to to do so and so with an officer in a, in a situation that called for it. So I honestly see that is their defense, and I do not see that these guys will get any serious jail time or uh, serious conviction, yeah, but it'll be nominal, whatever it is. And, uh, no, no, and I'm not maybe not as severe. I, I think it has to be serious. It's a serious crime that is, you know. Yeah, but if my memory told me right, you know, I think it's this month that the trial, you know, um, Dennis. Hmm? Yeah. Well, I think it's this in January. I think they put it for trial in January. (laughs) So I I, I should be hearing about this shortly. Shortly. Well, guys, what do you all feel about the Attorney General's um, speech this week? He says anybody who who was not there and is found to be Hmm. in helping or organizing or anything other nature in, in the the assault on the capital, providing they have the evidence they can be brought to justice as well. Did you all read between the lines or, or or am I thinking too much? No, no, I I I read between the lines earlier and I could see that our current Attorney General is bending over backwards not to be seen to be partisan in any way, shape, or form. However, I think nothing would have been lost by saying directly that if we find evidence that Trump had broken the law, then he will be punished. That's all we had to say. He didn't say it in that term. He tried to sugarcoat it. But, but, but you see, the point being, by sugarcoating it the way he has, he's left 
Trump out there to make all types of statement and accusation. Now, if he had said directly that if we find that you, Trump, did break the law, then we're going after you, then I think that would have at least put some pause in his flamboyancy out there, pretending to be still in charge, pretending to be president, pretending to be kingmaker, and that every, the world revolves around him. And this is the question that the Democrats my always question, owe. Question, hmm? what, what did he say? Well, you know, Ivor? <laughs> yeah, what, well, what, what, what I'd say, my input on that is that the investigation that is going on now is not criminal and could never be criminal. I am saying Derek Garland, the uh, attorney general, the DOJ, I think it's about time that they should step up. I mean, I don't know. There's a statute of limitation. But I believe that they should dig in a little bit more, even to put some fear in these guys. And if this is not just a, a civil matter, this is a criminal matter. People died. That's, that's my point. These people got this into the tree. capital. Where else they wouldn't get into? And I'm agreeing with him. Some of those members, those Republican guys especially, they should be held accountable. Because one of them said, remember, inside there, they were telling one of these guys, I know these guys. They would listen to me. Some of them said that to one of these Democratic guys. So they already knew somewhere along the line. An investigation is going to prove, especially somebody said that prior to that day, some of them had tours to the building. They pretty much know what was going on. So I agree with the Attorney General for your question, Leon, that anybody that knows anything, come forward. And a few Republicans now, even though some of them resigned, you realize that some of them are coming out and talking now. And saying how foolish that Donald Trump is and was at the time. It's a pity they were not able to say then. But now they've gone away from him, working for him. They're coming and saying these things. Could it be that the horse already bolted? Or it's right in time as far as the DOJ is concerned. And we can get these people who are the inner circle of Trump and his mind. Because I listened to some ladies yesterday saying they know Trump and they could know and see him enjoying what was happening at the, uh, at, the, at, the uh, at the Capitol. But two hours after, you, you, you heard it in the news yesterday, they said that the Republicans who asked Trump to call it off, Ivanka knows they were behaving like Democrats. Could you imagine that? They didn't yeah, say they behave like human beings, a concerned citizens. They were behaving like Democrats asking for it to be done. So Republicans are supposed to stick with this man in his ignorance. I want to go against what he was doing. Well, you were doing the right thing now. You behave like a, like a Democrat. You're doing what the Democrats should be doing, which was the right thing. And then what did this John Fool say? All right, guys, you can go home now. We love you. Remember those days you were for Donald Trump? Yeah, yeah. You sight on TV. Mm-hmm. And they said they have some transcript with what was going on with him. Yeah, because the technology is going to pull up all these things. What you were doing, what you were texting, what you were tweeting. You were enjoying what's happening. And to me, that is worse than when we had the, 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 the clash of the, the, um, the protesters. When this man said they were fine people on both sides. One set is there peacefully marching, another set came out violent 
peacefully, against those who marched peacefully, and a president of these United States would stand before the world and say, they were both, there were five people on both sides. That man should be charged. But if, if, if he's so innocent, why, why is he afraid to release uh, get the, the transcript of what transpired in his office at that day? Thank you. Those records should be at least... Thank you, Leon. You hit the nail on the head right here. You are not afraid. You did everything, right? The man going yeah. all the way to the Supreme Court to suppress evidence. So he should be exonerated himself. I don't say that you're supposed to incriminate yourself, but you should have something there since you're so innocent. It's like, I don't care. Police come here and say they want to search my house. I've got drugs. I've got guns. I say, come, welcome. You have a warrant? Come on in. When am I going to put up a fight? I ain't got no guns, I ain't got no drugs. But you're putting up all kinds of fights. And all kinds of things. What do you think they're going to suspect? No, man, there's something inside here, man. You got to really break on the door. You have the one, but you don't want us to come in. Yeah. Trying to get rid of something. So whatever Trump is doing, he and his followers, then. And I'm going to end here by saying this, Leon. I cannot for the life of me see how people with a conscience for a job, for and some kind is, of political job, and go against the conscience. They must be against the conscience to hold up ignorance because I'm looking the support of a guy who is popular. It's like the devil is popular. He has a lot of people. So you're going to go yeah, with those people who are on the devil's side because you're playing the numbers game? No. I'd rather be in the minority with the righteous over here and to preach the wrong things and have a majority of people over here supporting my ignorance to say, oh, you see, I'm popular. That's what I'm doing with Trump. I want his votes. I know what he did was wrong. I know he's an idiot. But I can't come out and say what he did, what he's saying is wrong, because I need his supporters. Mm-hmm. How can these people sleep? How can they sleep indeed? I, no, I don't think they're in peace. I really don't think so. Because <laughs> I remember back in 72. This is a true story. We in training school. And we came out. And we saw some young guys stoning a guy. And I took off. I know what the guy told me, the other policeman said. He said, little Henry, relax, relax, relax. I'm like, no, man. He said, well, you don't even know what that man would have done. Back in the day, I'd have told his people or whatever. Let's put it this way. Who thinks they're right will come to the station? Who get the worst and go in the hospital? We don't know what's going on. I learned something from that thing. Why is they Getting close to the end of the um, Any other thing that we want to do? Yeah, I got a get a chance to get some of the choice. How about that? And it's he, gone past me. I, I, I couldn't remember what I was going to say. Uh, but anyway, oh, I'm so probably sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dennis. You. Uh, no, I. That you know, Ivor. This is what yes. I mean when I say that the Attorney General is bending over backwards, and a lot of Democrats tend to bend over backwards to try to appear, to, uh, you know, to be impartial. But. The Republicans, when it comes down to it, they have no such qualms. They have no such ethics. They believe in getting what they want, when they want it, however they want it. And I think our Attorney General 
should simply state clearly, if we find evidence that you committed a crime, we will prosecute you. He should say it directly to all of them, not we are investigating or we are looking at this or we're looking at that. Make it quite clear because these guys are sitting back and playing at, uh, well, beating the clock. You know, and right now, as you said, you cannot understand where their mind and conscience are. Immediately after that event, these Republican members, including Mitch McConnell and all the other big ones, they condemn this man in the houses of Congress. But a few weeks later, they refused to find him guilty, although they accused, you know, they virtually found him guilty immediately afterwards. And the evidence didn't change. So they have no ethics, you know, absolutely no ethics whatsoever. They believe in getting what they want when they want it. Even the former president himself says, I'm selecting my judges. Remember when he argued for years, months about the court? Everything revolved around my judges. That's just how he said it to them. And if we investigate... You remember how they treat the same, the same, the same attorney general when he was up for the Supreme Court judge as a nominee yeah. under Obama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's trying desperately not to appear to be getting his own back at them, and that's why he's overly, overly cautious, too cautious in this situation. We need him to stand up and speak clearly. You know, he's. How the wind of change is going? It seems as if you, by the time he's ready to to make his move, it will be another yep. election, and the Republicans yep. will be in charge of the House of Representatives and probably the Senate. So he couldn't. His hand going to be worked, be tied yep. loose. Before you play, before you play the song, Leah, let that is give give us give us an update. Leah, have we lost more than the four wickets? Yeah, no, one, no, 107 for four after 28 overs. Pollard okay. on 21 not out and Brooks on 19 not out. So it looks like the captain is steadying the ship right now. So we still have a few yeah, more. He's on 21 from 29. It's really 108 for four. He's on 21 yeah. from 29 and Brooks is on 20 from 33. Yeah. That's it. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, well, then we're going to give you some music now as we close the show. Uh oh. I, I like this. You, you remember going by the name of Mariela? Yep. Short Where she came from? Short sang the song. We have to have short shot. All right, well, I'm going to give Dennis this song here. You may like it.
Okay, let's try to take care of to get to the close, <coughs> closing segment of this. Had and what you expected 
for the upcoming week or two. And what to wish for them. Yeah, well, we just want to say 111 for 4 and 111 for 4, 29 overs. Uh, well, just thank you so much, Ivor, for a wonderful show. And um, sure the listeners would have enjoyed it. We, of course, invite mm-hmm. and everyone who can attend tomorrow. We are on from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like Danny said, well, he gave you a brief synopsis of what we think we're going to talk about tomorrow, but we may definitely be talking a little bit more. Because I think we're going to open up the a can of worms again because death, text, test cricket is far from being dead, Dennis. I tell you, man, I, I, I know I had a very heated argument with one fellow, fellow panelist years ago. <laughs> he never forget. He got that. He said, man, test cricket is going to be dead. Anyway. Have a wonderful afternoon, each and every one of you, and those who are listening, I hope you enjoyed the show this morning. So back over to you, Eva. Yes, and Dennis in his closing remarks as well, and don't forget to wish the folks and all the best, Dennis. Yes, thank you. Remember, we've got an abundance of this Omicron virus out there, so we encourage you to be safe. Take care, not just of yourself, but of your family, friends, and neighbors. And we encourage you to take the vaccine. It's free, it's safe, and it is good for you. Thank you very much. Looking forward to you joining us tomorrow, Sunday, and, of course, next week as well. Back to you, Ida. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Leon. You know, Dennis, you're not putting a lot to get up that early in the morning, but we hope we would not have wasted your time. Hope you'd have enjoyed what you would have participated in. And for Don and Debbie for coming through and making it their business every week. So thank you to Cardinal who is busy today. Murphy is a bit under the weather, but I spoke with her earlier this morning, just before the show. Um, she was in line and she asked not to be audible because her voice was from a male perspective. was power tone. So... <laughs> Murchis, we hope you get better soon. Lynette, we hope you get yes, better you. soon too. And with that, Murchis, in your own voice, tell us where we will meet tomorrow. Have a great day all. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning. And, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come oh, on. Right. Tell your neighbor you're on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So on that note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, that's the last one. Donna, you have yourself a wonderful, warm day. With that, 